0: We're looking at the issue of self-leadership. How important is self-leadership in our own lives as religious people who are constantly aiming at improving ourselves emotionally, physically, spiritually? Because, you know, self-leadership is the modern version of Socrates' command, know thyself. You know it's, it's a self-leadership is having a de- developed sense of who you are what you can do where you are headed coupled with the ability to influence your communications your emotions your behavior on the way to getting there well that's no, those are not my words these are the words of Mr Buyani Zwane who is a leadership development practitioner and he's also a motivational speaker he joins us in studio right now very good evening to you thank you so much Mr Zwane for joining us
1: good evening Sebastian. it's good to be with you
0: yes thank you so much i'm so so uh, excited about this topic because You know, I have realized that some of the challenges that I have within myself, within my life, all start because of lack of control of Mm -hmm. my own life. And this is obviously lack of self-leadership. Let's talk about, you know, how self-leadership impacts all aspects of our life, our health, our career, our relationships. In fact, it's great to start with what is self-leadership and how do we go about attaining good self-leadership qualities?
1: I guess there's a lot that we need to be able to look into. Leadership itself mm-hmm. uh, becomes a critical point to be able to look into. You do not get to be able to lead other people if you cannot lead yourself. That's a starting point. Absolutely. And therefore, you need to have a very good concept, a good appreciation of who you are. And when you know your base, it becomes a lot easier to be able to provide leadership to others. You do not give leadership unless you provide an example. Anything that you do is out of the example that you carry and that you project over. Mm. And therefore, when it comes to the discussion around self leadership, and and I'm, I'm really grateful for the opportunity to be able to talk to the listeners of SAFM, because essentially all of the things that we do, we tend to be able to be reacting when we should really be giving direction to what needs to be there. So we've got various stimuli, things that are coming from outside, forces that are out there, we often hear people saying that we're products of our genetics, we're products of our environment, but we really have that as something that is thrust upon us. However, we've got inside of ourselves a bigger person, and that person is the one that needs to be led properly, and that's where self-leadership comes into play.
0: Yeah, that is so profound because, you know, when you talk about how we react often instead of just giving direction, Hmm. this means that in a situation where we find ourselves facing various challenges, the brain wants to instantly behave in a particular manner. But the secret here is for us to be in control of our emotions, of our thinking patterns, and uh, how do we, how do we begin to talk about that? Um, you know, uh, just cultivating those basic self leadership qualities. Mm-hmm. What are those qualities, and how do I put myself in a situation where, no matter what happens in life, mm-hmm. irrespective of the circumstances, I, you know, I, I, I have a, I adapt a, a particular uh, approach, mm-hmm. which is me being in control instead of being controlled by the circumstances?
1: Sebastian, we almost always respond or react. Um, The reactive one is impulsive, which means we go through our instincts. And instincts are driven pretty much by the environment, and we're driven more by the emotions and the feelings that we've got. The responsive part is one that actually calls on me to be able to think through the impact of what I do. So. At any given time, you're given a circumstance. You mm-hmm. make a choice. And it is that choice that distinguishes you from being reactive to being proactive, as it were. The The proactive part of you, which is really where you applying your mind to it, is that you will always be able to think through, who am I? Which has to do with self-awareness. Who am I? Second, this will be looking into, who do I want to be? which has to do with my imagination. It looks into the future before it happens. And then it looks into is what I'm doing right or wrong, which has to do with my conscience. Now, conscience is there for all of us, regardless of our base, regardless of our religious backgrounds, for that matter. All of us know there's a difference between right and wrong. And and sometimes when we look into the issue of right and wrong and Good and bad, we we have in the current terminology mm-hmm. a reference, as it were, to um, bad being that's what's good. <laughs> so it's kind of you're bad man, you're a bad man, and what you really mean by that is that you're fabulous. Absolutely. Okay. So in a sense, we begin to confuse terms, and, and the mind gets to be confused in the process. But the 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 fourth thing that is very critical um, after you've spoken through to your good and bad is. Do you have the willpower, the willpower to carry on, because the willpower enables you to be able to distinguish between those things that you will, if granted time to work with it, will actually take it to to its logical end, and, th- and that becomes very critical. So I would I would suggest that as much as we we put a lot into the mind, a lot has to do with our spirit, mm-hmm. our soul. And often we don't want to talk to that part, and yet, every now and again, we call calling for people to become our inspirers. So we talk about inspirational leadership. Our inspirational leadership is really about being Spiritual. able to speak to my spirit. And when you're able to speak to my spirit, it doesn't matter who is around me. I'm able to be able to rise above. So wow. that becomes that that becomes critical. Well, uh,
0: well, let's talk about it then. Mm-hmm. Um, let's talk about you know the spiritual aspect of leadership because mm-hmm. you know spiritual leadership involves the application of of, of spiritual values and principles, and f- for some of us, those would then be Christian values and mm-hmm. principles to our everyday life. Mm-hmm. So, how do we go about adapting uh, the spiritual approach to self leadership?
1: Well, if we take it just from the first book in the in the Bible, mm-hmm. it speaks to the spirit in the beginning you had the spirit hovering over the earth. The earth was without form, and it was void. And the spirit was incubating everything. And then eventually comes to a point where there is five days of creation, and things get to be created through the word. There is let there be, and let there be. Now, when you and I were created, there was the first ever caucus in heaven. And that caucus said, let us create men in our own image. In our own likeness. Now think through that. There is the spirit. Talking to the other forms. And relating to. We need to be able to bring to earth. Mm. A representation of heaven. And that representation is. You and I. We carry in us the power that is able to release the very best and it is that power that actually needs to be able to have a regular conversation with our mind so that the mind is taken control of if you think back there is a uh, person who whose writing constitutes more than you know a third or two-thirds of the new testament you know he speaks to the importance of us controlling our body controlling our mind and that's Saul so became Paul, and he wow. speaks to this because he has an appreciation of when he had those three years out in the desert. He was having conversation with just heaven. You know? Oh yes, there he were was many visions that he was having,
0: and and just you know being alone in the spirit, Absolutely. and oftentimes not alone, even though he was alone.
1: Well, physically, everybody physically else looking around alone, would yes. see there was there was now no one, but he was actually complete in that time. So what you begin to appreciate is that you've got the spirit in you, which same spirit is the one that on, at, after our creation, we get to be given authority. Now think through that. Why is it that we get to be reacting to what's happening on the outside when in fact inside of us there is a person crying out to say, rule,
0: wow. have dominion,
1: be fulfilled. We
0: have so much power and authority.
1: We've got it inside of us.
0: And, you know, I, I, I probably never forget that what you've just said, is, as long as I live, when you say that, you know, power in us must have a regular conversation with our mind mm. in order for us to become and live our best. You know, mm-hmm. when you talk about that regular conversation, we were talking about forgiveness earlier on, and I got yes. an SMS from a lady who says that forgiving her husband was so difficult. Yep. She says that she has to wake up every morning. Yep and fight herself to forgive this man absolutely that's how difficult it is every morning Mm. she must learn to forgive him before she wakes up before she gets out of bed every day and that's the power that you're referring to because we have the power within us
1: well i mean if if we could just pick up on that very same word it's for give it's two words put together Mm -hmm. and you're giving for yourself you see, there's a very straightforward message that comes through from the person that we follow. Every Christ follower speaks to the fact that it is the example that Christ presents that we're needing to be able to go with. Now, Christ has this very strange message that he says, you're on your way, you're about to be talking to my father. You're about to be able to have this party. You're about to be able to tell God how much you love him, how much you care about him, how much he has done great things for you. And they're right there, you remember there's somebody who's got something against you. And he then says, you go and apologize to somebody who's done something wrong to you. Mm. And that's kind of like counterintuitive. Yeah. But what he's really saying is that go and free yourself. Forgiving is a gift to Get self on, more than it is mind. a gift to the other. So the same thing comes in here in terms of personal leadership. I used to work with the gentleman that I really uh, cherish as, as, as my mentor. His name was Stephen Covey, and he passed on just two years ago. And one of the fabulous messages that you would carry on is every, every time we met was that take note of the fact that effectively 10% of things happen to you. 90% is how you respond, respond. to those. Wow. Now too often we turn the things around and we see ourselves as being unable to overcome because these things are happening to us it's not so mm-hmm. it's not so mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. and when we when we allow the spirit inside of us to be able to speak to the rest of us because we're four dimensional by the way there is body heart mind and spirit and mm-hmm. often we talk to mind we forget about heart and body now When we have a good control of what's happening and listening to the spirits, we are able to talk to the rest of the body, heart, and mind. That's how these things work
0: we going to, we are taking your calls on 0891104207 joined in studio by Mr. Buyani Zwana who's a leadership development practitioner as well as motivational speaker we are talking about self leadership how important is it in our lives as you know religious people who are constantly uh, aiming at improving ourselves uh, emotionally spiritually um, and physically and uh, you know we just trying to understand the importance of also knowing your purpose and understanding who you are in order to to be able to achieve good self-leadership qualities. Mm -hmm. In fact, uh, speaking of knowing who you are, let's go back to those points that you made earlier on. You spoke about five points. Who I am. The second one is, who do I want to be? Mm -hmm. The third one you say, is what I'm doing wrong or right? Mm -hmm. And uh, I think the fourth one is, um, do I have the willpower to carry on? Mm -hmm. We're going to dissect these ones very briefly. Who I am. In order to find out our purpose, it's important for us to... to, 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 I think this is probably our biggest struggle. We don't know who we are. Therefore, we don't know what we want and we will never understand where we are headed. How do we go about understanding who we are so that we understand our purpose?
1: Here's the beautiful thing. I mean, if if you look into the conversation that our God had with Moses, Moses gets to be given you know, ten commandments. And you've got The first three commandments are really about connecting over to heaven. And then there's a conversation that says you need to be able to honor your father and your mother. Now, honoring our parents is the first opportunity for us to learn how to become better people. Too often, we have information that is given through to us via social media, via via the or other kind of media that actually says you don't have to be honoring the, your elders. anybody uh, well specifically you don't hmm. have to be honoring your elders now I, I grew up in the village i am from and northern guazulu natal and in that space there is this understanding that i belong to the village to the whole village so when i when i meet up with Mam tim she has as much power to tell me what she believes is the right thing for me to do. And therefore, I come to understand who I am with the various influences that are coming my way. But then when I have a conversation with my mom, she actually highlights the main things that need attention. So, Omar Dobe is the person that I look up to as the person who has understood the things that I need to be able to follow. Mm -hmm. At the age of 75, she has seen much of the world and Mm -hmm. she has a good appreciation of who I can be. And that is what I respect. We'll
0: hold it right there because I still want to find out if who I am is really who I think I am. If if who I am is the person God wants me to be. But we've got a caller from uh, Firehead. Let's say good evening to Triple S. Thank you for calling. What's on your mind, Triple S? How are you? Very well. Thank you, Triple
1: S.
2: One word again, I say it is difficult. To lead any other person on earth, but it is the most difficult thing to lead yourself.
0: And why so, is that? Come again? Why? Why is it so? Why is it more difficult to lead yourself than it is to lead others? Triple S. It, it, it,
2: this is a controversy of life. This is the paradox of life. Eh, because really. It's easy to just to give commands and give advice to other people on something that's why people say L- uh, uh, leave what you talk uh, so we must and if you don't worry yourself, sit down and reflect and, and, and do some introspection. you will just be a good talker but a bad doer. so we must mm. everything is learned, you learn everything. Doing is the hardest thing to do, but talking is an easiest thing to do. Mm. I think leading other people and other things on earth is difficult, but the most difficult thing is you lead your own self. Thank you.
0: Thank you so much for your call, Triple S. Yo, Mr. Zwane, your response to that?
1: Thank you, Triple S. Um, I think what we need needing to be able to work with is just this word that we often use called integrity. Integrity is being true to me. And it is me understanding who I am. Again, you needing to be able to understand who you are because you understand the source from which you come. Now, from a prison base, there is an understanding that the Creator has deposited inside of me the power to create. He has deposited in me and left nothing else, nothing out. If Christ could be able to be here and take somebody's sandwiches and feed 5,000 men, an additional 10,000 women and children, it is possible for that to be able to happen with me. There's a key message that he he passes on before he, he heads over to, to heaven 40 days after he's resurrected. He says, greater things shall you do than I have done. Now, when I have a relationship, and this is a very critical thing, far too often we get to be lost because we are embracing more of religion than relationship religion has got a lot of don'ts. of
0: course
1: relationship has a lot of do's and those do's are about how do you become a better person and know for a fact that you cannot end your position in god but it's given to you through grace and that's a very very it's God's grace.
0: Yes, and also through your relationship with him because you then get a better understanding of who your creator is and what his expectations are of you.
1: Absolutely. And absolutely. then you,
0: you, you will then become more inclined with who you are as a person.
1: Let, let's go back to what Triple S was first presenting. It says that it is more difficult to be able to lead oneself than it is to lead other people. Of course, because other people are looking for, for an example from you. We almost, almost always say that leaders must lead by example. But we're always leading by some example. You know, sometimes it's a good example, sometimes it's a bad example. Where people are watching, this thing is called monkey see, monkey do. Mm -hmm. People are observing what you do. So when you look into leadership, it's not so much what I can offer. It is what I can give. And there's a slight difference between those two. I can offer you anything as long as someone else is going to be able to provide it to you. But I can give that which is in me and leadership therefore when i have conquered myself it becomes easier to be able to carry over and provide leadership for others we almost always are looking into and in in fact even to a point of creating a saint out of nelson manila but one of the things that he highlighted to us while he walked the earth was how he had to control himself there was everything inside of him that was bursting out and wanting for him to be able to revenge. I mean, how dare you take away the prime of my life and put me in jail? But when he when he conquered himself, it became easier for him to come out and be an example of what reconciliation could be. And, and wow. there's a beautiful thing about that. Because now, what he was really doing was to be able to help us have the picture of what heaven could look like. Us being one nation, us being one, connected one to another. He presented that, and, and he did not present himself as any religious figure. He mm. did not present himself as any sage, which is a beautiful thing, because that acknowledgement is what enables others to be able to see humility pays
0: Absolutely, And I think that, you know, if his bigger concern was on uh, making a difference only on himself, he would not have achieved so many of the things that he achieved if if, if, if his ambitions were uh, were, were, were greed and, 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 you know, self-fulfillment. He was more interested in the impact that he has out there on society and on us as individuals.
1: But he was also in tune with his purpose.
0: With who he is. He understood because, himself very well.
1: I mean, that famous statement made in April 1964, Was a very critical one Because he actually got to understand What his life was about When he spoke to This is my ideal Take ideal comes out of an idea He had an idea Which idea came from the source From his creator He connected to that And when that was very clear to him It became easier for him to be able to articulate And say this is what I want to live for And if needs be To die for now here's the thing. So often we hear in our country how people say they can kill for another, but they're not talking about what it is that they can die, they can die for. Not kill others, but what they can die for. Because if there is nothing that you can you're willing to die for, then you've got no reason to live.
0: Mm.
1: Wow, thought provoking indeed.
0: Mr. Zwane, let's uh, go back uh, to a second point which you made, just knowing, you know, um, understanding who you are and who you want to be. I mm-hmm. suppose this is uh, uh, trading down the right journey of your path. How do we begin to understand our purpose?
1: Well, again, one of the stories that I, I received from watching what Stephen wants to be able to say, everything, you begin everything with the end in mind. And and it was interesting for me to be able to look into that when I look into the scriptures, because when you have the story that comes through on Genesis three twenty, you have an experience of we get to be expelled out of heaven, okay, out of the Garden of Eden, and right there it's almost like lights out. Nothing else is going to happen, and right there and there God says, "I shall send a son who shall knock out the head of the snake." So already, right there, God presents the end. Before the beginning. And so when you and I are put in place, there is already an appreciation of what the end is going to be like. Now, the clarity of purpose comes when you are in a space where what you do, you can do without being paid for it. You begin to understand that you are connected to purpose when you don't need anybody to honor you for it. Because this is the kind of stuff... That you can be woken up in the middle of the night and somebody says, can you do this? And you say, with pleasure. It combines love, which has to do with passion. It combines talent, which is something that you get given right at birth. It's your signature. It's the kind of stuff that when you are engaging in it, there is really no time to it. There is no beginning. There is no end. It's kind of like you, you just carry on. You are so excited in doing it that it connects to your base so the inner side of you you could actually go even without eating because you're doing the stuff that truly matters to you so self-leadership in itself requires you to have that kind of awareness is there something that you know you could actually be doing even if there was nobody employing you to do it can you think of that because the moment you get to that you'll be able to bring to life the joy that's necessary. I often look back to the person who brought up, who brought to life, and a, gave the a turnaround to the, the company that is highly appreciated now, called Apple. Mm-hmm. Steve Jobs spoke to the fact that if it is to be that you wake up in the morning and you look at yourself in the mirror and you say, "I hate what I'm going to do now," don't go to work, because effectively you are going there to <sighs> give the worst part of you. Absolutely. You're not giving the best of you. So anytime, I, my coming to, to be here in, in the studio with you is aligned to the kind of stuff that I, I can do anytime. With or without a paycheck. Whether there is no paycheck for what I'm doing here. and And I do it because I love it. I do it because it's connected to what I believe I was brought into the universe to do which is why I established my company called Breakthrough Development. And that Breakthrough Development is about enabling people to be able to break free because there are so many things that are constraining us and we're ending up not being able to realize the ones we are supposed to be.
0: Wow. I'd like us to stay with this topic, but... Uh, without any further ado, let's just uh, take some some more calls on 0891-104-207. let uh, Let's go to uh, Doctor Se- Doctor Shasha, who is uh, calling us from from Ofimvaba. Uh, Doctor Sh- Doctor Shasha, is it Shasha? Okay. Good evening uh, and and welcome. Thank you for your call. What's on your mind, sir?
3: Yes. Um. Good Good evening. Uh, you know, I've been listening and. There is a dilemma that's happening in Africa with uh, our leaders where we find that we have a situation where we have been influenced and also been given the light through the the, 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 the philosophy of Jesus Christ and how to live as Christ did. And uh, the whole philosophy, I'm talking about the born-again Christians that uh, bring a new man In the old man that used to be so I find in my personal experience and in life I've become a leader because I've broken a curse that has uh, been there but once I realize that uh, Jesus is my savior I have then lived a certain life and that has helped me to achieve things that I've never been able to achieve and even my forefathers have not been able to achieve now My problem comes when I then communicate with the rest of my family, household, um, and brothers who are in the other areas Mm -hmm. of the the, the country. They are still, uh, I don't want to say stuck, but I would say they are still believing in the past traditions, you know, of slaughtering cattle and slaughtering sheep and blood and uh, certain uh, rituals that are done so that you can be emancipated and lifted up. And I truly believe that this is making our people to move backwards. And uh, it's a big dilemma because now I find that I need to step out of my own community and live the life that Christ did. Mm-hmm. So when a million people are saying, a million people are saying something is right whereas I know it is wrong, then I'm going to say no. I cannot do this based on the principle that I have learned through being born again. Now, I uh, just wanted to, to, to ask the presenter, what is his viewpoint? Because, look, the problems that we face on the continent, for example, the Ebola issue in the in West Africa, the, the, the main reason why Ebola is spreading is because of the rituals that are done and the body carcasses that are left and the the the, the animals that are, are, are slaughtered in the in the forest you know they spread this ebola and also i am quite concerned with our ruling party currently when they when they bring bodies of people that have died in the past and say like like recently we are bringing people that have died yes they were no, i our think you need to be careful here I'm not offending. I'm not offending. I'm not offending. But what I'm saying is, um, we 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 should not concentrate too much on those that have passed, but we should concentrate on those that are here and those that are going to be able to build the country to build it forward. You know, yes, in history books we need to write the correct history. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, I I'm very I'm very i I'm, I'm, I'm very aware of 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 what is being done, but. I'm also saying that there are people who are not educated as much as we are, doctors and professors, but people on the ground who are then going to say, no, but it means then we should uh, behave like this. What does your caller say? Is this the correct thing? Are we fighting poverty and emancipating our people correctly?
0: Okay, I think it has more to do with just being spiritually inclined than it is about a level of education here, because you know people have different religions, different traditions. But I'm I'm very much interested, Dr. Shasha, in your issue uh, regarding uh, the differences with the, the 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 religious differences with your family, and um, what you're saying is exactly what uh, uh, our guest, uh, uh, Mr. Biani, has mentioned. The fact that you, it was your relationship with the Almighty that took place first and then that unleashed a breakthrough in your life and, and and perhaps a, a bit of advice uh, Mr. Zwane as far as how then does he you know uh, how then does he communicate this in, in a manner that it will be understandable and welcome to his family members because now he wants to make religious decisions for them
1: M- more little more little to say yes What I'd love to be able to do here is for us to be able to take examples and draw them from two key characters. Uh, And this is Christ himself and and the other is Paul. I deliberately want to be able to look into Paul because he's the person who comes into a situation where he meets up with people who actually walked with Christ over the three years. Got to understand what it was that Christ wanted. He came and he persecuted them. He had warrants of arrest of more people on his trip over to Damascus. When he has that experience of the brightness that he, that blinded him, it made him to be able to go and meet up with people that he actually was against.
0: L- let's just take a step back. Hmm? That brightness, I mean, Paul came from being a murderer yep. who hated and hunted down Christians. Absolutely. What was that bright light for him?
1: Well, let, he gets to be able to speak about it when he gives his testimonials in the book of Acts. So we'll get more of that. I mean, obviously, the message comes through is, it's Christ. It's me, Christ, who you are persecuting.
0: You are persecuting. You're, You're not persecuting. persecuting my people. You're persecuting. You are persecuting me.
1: me. Because they're representing me. me. I think there's also a key point for us to be able to note. There is a key example that we need needing to be able to make. There was a point when somebody who walked our shores a couple of years ago, over a hundred years ago, said, "I like Christ; it's Christians I do not like," mm. and he said that because the behaviour of Christians was exclusionary. Now, when you when we take our examples from Christ, Christ is the one person that gets to be blamed for one socialising with tax collectors. I mean, these are cheats. These are people which is betraying their own families, betraying their own nation. These are Jews who are actually working against the Jewish community in honor of the Roman rule. He was out there with people who were sinners. Okay? I mean, halots. He was dealing with people that everybody else would shun. And when I come through to the story of Paul, Paul says go to where the people are at and serve a, provide an example to them through what we taught you and he has this as he as he talks to his own protégé in timothy he has this conversation with him that says let your example be what wins the people over wow. it's not about us condemning I, I love christ and when i was born again those 30 odd years ago it was a great thing for me to be able to come to know that my life rests not so much in the tradition that was there but it was in understanding what was done for me at calvary when i understood that it cleared everything for me there's a whole lot of difficulty that we bring us bring to ourselves paul says if you're meeting up with a brother who has eaten something that was offered okay in in pagan rituals Mm -hmm. you do not despise them because they've eaten of something that was offered in pagan rituals. Instead, love them and eat with them. Bless what you have and eat with them. If they watch you, they will want to follow
2: you. Mm.
1: When we come and we put ourselves on a pedestal that says, because of our having been washed in the precious blood of the Lamb, we are now special people, we are actually losing the very thing that we called upon to do. To be an example.
0: Wow, wow that's so. Th- that's the perfect answer for so Dr. Sasha.
1: Don't throw out the rituals let the In
0: people fact, do that bring them closer example. to you and watch exactly. them, you'll find them asking you, hey, how do you do this exactly, and next thing is going to be hey, this Jesus of yours hey, no, he must be really there so how do we connect with him as well Exactly. that's the secret uh, let's go to our last caller, Bussi from Britterport good evening, thank you for your call Busi, what's on your mind
4: Hi, how are you,
0: I'm, I'm well, thanks, Lucy. I'm
4: fine, thank you. I'd like to greet Uyane as well. Hi. Lucy. I know very well from the BMS, and my question actually uh, uh, emanates from there. He knows very well what it is that we're trying to achieve, you know, as the Black Management from as an organization. And this concept that is coming up with that you're coming up with, Guiana, is actually very interesting of mm, self leadership. Very, it, very. It, 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 it's really an interesting concept, and it, it really makes a lot of sense. But then, I'm sitting here listening to this, and I'm I'm, I'm struggling, or rather, I'm trying to understand how this fits into business leadership. And Guiana, this is what I'd like to know from you. As the DMF, you know, we are teaching managerial leadership, or we're trying to still managerial leadership you mm. know in mm. black managers mm. should now listening to you talk now about self leadership is that what we should be focusing on or should we be focusing on self leadership rather than managerial leadership which from the look of things or from what i hear uh, the way you're explaining it 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 it, it, it seems to be the all and the end-all, you know, of leadership, and it seems to be the crux of leadership itself. So aren't we starting, you know, if we're going to be trying to instill managerial leadership, are we not starting it from, yeah, you, you know, is it just not the tip of the iceberg? Are, are we doing this all you, you, the, the wrong way around? And maybe that is where we, this is the reason why we're sitting where we're sitting in as far as our problems in the PM as you know, you know, are concerned. Thank I'm, I'm you, know yeah, I'm, I'm interested in hearing Vianne, you Okay.
0: Boussi, I'm going to ask you to listen on your radio. We are running out of time, so we is just going to quickly go through yep. that one.
1: Thank you very much, Bussy. Two things that I would like us to be able to look into, and I, and I share this virtually every time when we're talking to credible leadership. Credible leadership comes about when there's an intersection of character and competence what we tend to be teaching in terms of managerial leadership is building on the competence but we're not spending as much time building the character all the time we talk about the characteristics of a leader but we do not go into what makes and forms that character I've already introduced the concept of integrity which is really being clear about who I am and what it is that I stand for and being consistent in my story so there is congruence in what I do second thing that is there in of character is to be able to have the intent that says I will not harm anyone so what I'm presenting through is what I myself would be willing to go through. A friend of mine um, who is in the States, John John C. Maxwell, speaks to the fact that a leader is one who knows the way, second, goes the way, third, shows the way. So first and foremost, I need to know where I'm going so if I have not conquered myself, what is it that I'm going to be teaching other people to be able to follow? And then, when, when you look into leadership of old, particularly looking into what is there in, 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 in the Greek world and in our own situation with King Chaga and all of those, it was, there always needed to be a mentor. The mentor was somebody who had gone through what they are teaching I'm you just to
0: just go through. I'm just about to touch on the importance and of mentor, uh, mentor, a yeah. mentorship.
1: And mm-hmm. you, need, you need mentors because they have gone through the journey that you're trying, to be, to, trying mm-hmm. to be able to get to go through. So when you look into it, you've got somebody who can help shape you and prevent you making the same mistakes that everybody else is making. They help you to not necessarily have to reinvent the proverbial wheel. There is a story that I would like to be able to link into and we will discuss this in, in the BMF setting. Steven Drosser together with Ram puts together a process that they call the leadership pipeline. And the leadership pipeline kicks off with self-leadership and then leading others and then managing managers. So if we're going to be doing leadership development, we need to be able to have help people to gain personal mastery. Master self. And then move on to the next. When you look into the issue of competence, as I spoke about the intersection of character and competence. Competence has to do with your capabilities. And capabilities are a mixture of what I would put as an acronym that reads tasks. And that stands for the talents that you you are going to be exhibiting, mm-hmm. the attitude that you carry about the work that you do, and the attitude that we carry as leaders become very critical in determining how we raise the altitude of others because it is in the attitude that we portray that demonstrates that they have reason to be able to follow us. When you look into the style that we apply as leaders, we can be able to dictate and when we dictate, we make it very difficult for people to see in themselves the greater person that is capable of achieving a lot more. And then we need to be able to get into the K stands for knowledge, knowing what to say and what to do, when to do it in leadership timing is everything and therefore when you know that you're still an amateur in a particular area seek somebody who has been through the journey that you're trying to be able to get through who can role model for you what to do when you've got that you're most likely to be able to achieve the things you need to have so the last s is about the skill and the skill comes about out of you practicing that which you know again and again and again and when you do that then you get to have results. Now, leadership that really makes a difference is a leadership that produces results, not excuses, results. Wow. And that's a critical thing for us to be able to work towards. So therefore, if I know who I am and I'm not impulsive, and I know what I want to achieve and therefore my whole experience is one that is about being proactive, thinking through between the stimulus and response, knowing who I am, self-awareness, knowing who I want to be, the imagination, and knowing what is right and wrong that I can do in the presence of others and even when I'm outside of the presence of others. The moment I'm able to do that, then my willpower, will overcome my want power irrespective of of the circumstances absolutely you find yourself in absolutely
0: you know i think the biggest uh, area of concern for many people judging by our sms's is who am i i mean there's an sms here that says you know my spirit and my mind seem to quarrel i may not even know who i am mm-hmm. um and that another one says i'm struggling to make my dream a reality mm-hmm. um I am I'm am, I'm overlooked at work and this impacts on who I am. So I think you know there are a lot of issues. Um someone saying how do I find my leadership uh, spot? Um how does wrong uh, a wrong spot affect the people next to you? Oh, I wish we could just bring you in again because we are running <laughs> out of time and discuss this issue once. Once more, I'm just told that we have uh, thirty seconds to wrap. So let's do this breakthrough development. Let's get your contact details because I think there are many people out there who'd love to consult you regarding this issue of self leadership and well, beyond.
1: You can send me an email. It's Buyani spelled the Zulu way, B-U-Y-A-N-I, at breakthrough development. Without the S, dot CO, dot You can catch me on my mobile phone, 0824563122.
0: Your mobile phone once again?
1: 0824563122. You can catch me on Twitter, it's Buyanizwane at Buyanizwani. You can catch me on Facebook, Buyanizwane. So all of those will be able to give you the opportunity to be able to connect with me. The key thing for us to be able to look into, there is a difference between who I am and what I am. Because the circumstances and the things that I do make me what I am. And the critical thing is for us to be able to pay attention to who I want to become. Because I am a human being, not a human doing. Wow. Critical. So you
0: become. Yes. Sure. I love uh, what you were saying when you say that, uh, you know, being a leader is about, um, um, you know, uh, you were saying, knowing the way, and then you go the way, and then you show others the way. Wow, that's what true leadership is all about. I'd love for you for us to invite you once again. You never know, maybe we'll have a second episode uh, looking at self-leadership and beyond, and then learning to lead others, but starting with self-leadership. Well, uh, thank you very much, uh, Mr. Zwane. It looks like uh, we only have a, a few minutes just to play one more track, and then we'll be wrapping. Thank you. It's been an insightful uh, conversation, and I'm going to give everybody else your contact details on the other side of this.